0: Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, we'll take a look at the NHL record book and some somber news in the NHL, all of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade, and this show is brought to you by the Spotify Green Room. Don't forget to check me out later tonight. It's going to be an early week green room. That is the Spotify green room. Look me up on the app, which you can find at Apple App Stores. Once again, that is the Spotify green room, changing the way we talk sports. And if you want to find me on there, I'm at LockedOnDucks. Once again, the Spotify green room tonight. All right. So we're going to do this a little bit different today. Just going to catch up on some National Hockey League news. And because I am a stats person and I love statistics, we're going to look at some really odd stats. And this kind of revolves around former Anaheim Duck Pat Maroon. Yeah, people forget that Pat Maroon was a former Anaheim Duck. Not for very long, but he was indeed a former Anaheim Duck. Uh, I think you all know what I'm referring to, the fact that he has won two consecutive Stanley Cups, about to be a third consecutive Stanley Cup. I know most of you, frankly, don't want to hear that, but here it is. Patrick Maroon won in 2019 with the St. Louis Blues. He won last year with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, he, he's at it again. Yes, he is. Pat Maroon was a a big part of the Ducks playoff runs in the early part of this decade. He was originally drafted by Philadelphia and really made a splash with the Anaheim Ducks in 2013, 2014, 2015 and 2016 before he got traded to the Edmonton Oilers. But he was a big part of those two deep playoff runs in 2014, and especially in 2015. I've talked about that 2015 time and time again. That was a strong team. Arguably could have gone quite far in that playoff run. But there it is. So 2014-2015, he was a big part of that run. 2015, he had 11 points in that playoff run. Big part. So when we think back, Pat Maroon, I mean... Whether you love him or hate him, he's about to win his third consecutive cup. Almost pulled off the sweep last night in Montreal, but that was not the case as the Canadians came back and won a pretty thrilling game, 3-2 to two in overtime. Josh Anderson did get the scoring, start, scoring started. Barclay Goudreau, former pest of the San Jose Sharks, he got the equalizer and Then Alexander Romanoff, with about 13 minutes left, he gave the Habs a 2-1 lead, and we thought, oh boy, this is it. Then guess who scores the equalizer late in the third? Pat Maroon. And I said to myself, wouldn't it be funny if Pat Maroon got the game time goal because of everything that's happened? And of course, I spoke that into existence. He scored the game time goal, so I proceeded to shut up after that. But even in overtime... I thought Tampa Bay had a good chance because they had a four-minute power play, a very long power play. I thought this one might have been over. Shea Weber got a double minor for pretty much cutting up a player, and I thought to myself, boy, if, if this is the way that it turns out to end the season, I am sorry. I felt a little bit bad saying it at the time that Shea Weber just looked like a sad puppy in the box, and I thought to myself, oh, boy. If the, if the Habs were to get out of this penalty kill, and I have a witness to this, Pato, and I said, if, if Montreal can get out of this four-minute power play, they're going to win right after that. So Shea Weber cut up Andre Pallott with a minute left, and shortly after it went to overtime. Then in overtime, Montreal killed the power play, And right away, guess who scored the game-winning goal on a sick pass? It's Josh Anderson. Yes, the same Josh Anderson who scored before. And guess who got the game-winning apple? Cole Caulfield, the small boy, did it once again. So Montreal avoids the sweep. And Pat Maroon doesn't get the game-winning goal there. But hey, a good try, right? So that series is now at three games to one. Game five is Wednesday night. At Tampa Bay, and I know fans of Tampa are salivating at the chance for the Lightning to win Game 5 at home. It's what everyone thought would happen. Maybe a quote-unquote gentleman's sweep. Or maybe the mayor of Tampa Bay saying, no, let's have them win it at home. Okay, fine. Whatever any of these, I guess, theories are, we're going to have a Game 5. No sweep. So Montreal lives to fight another day. But wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it just be funny if Montreal were to come back and win on Wednesday night as well? Hmm. But in the meantime, I talked about Pat Maroon a little bit. Um, He could become one of few players to win three consecutive Stanley Cups. And in fact, the first time in the cap era, the last time that someone won three in a row or even four in a row. You got to go all the way back to 1983. This was before I was born, by the way. And a slew of New York Islanders had just won their fourth consecutive cup, and this is the last time that someone won three or more in a row. So, players like, you know, Clark Gillies, Mike Bossy, Butch Goring, Gord Lane, Wayne Merrick, Ken Morrow, yes, the same Ken Morrow, Bobby Nystrom, you know, Dennis Popfan, Dwayne Sutter, yes, the same Sutter. And of course, Brian Trottier, guys like that, that had won four consecutive Stanley Cups with the New York Islanders. That's the last time we saw a player win that many consecutive Stanley Cups all the way back to before I was born. That's how long ago it was. Yeah, I'm not really that young, but not that old either. So I don't remember that at all. But this brings up another question. The last time someone won three consecutive, just three by itself, got to go all the way back to the 70s, the 60s, went back to the Canadiens. So it's been a while since someone won three in a row, just three by itself. And this was a stat that was brought up last night on the broadcast, that the last time that someone won three consecutive cups while clinching it in Montreal, ooh, this is kind of a weird one. This goes back to the 60s, the 50s. A bunch of players did this. Uh, Red Kelly won three in a row with Toronto You have a bunch of Habs players that won three in a row. But this brings up yet another question. So I was asked this last week. Hey, JD. um, Not exactly a mailbag question, but something that I was asked. So, hey, JD. When was the last time that someone won three or more Stanley Cups with two or more different teams? This is a great question. And I had to do a bit of research on this one. So of all the instances where someone won three in a row, they were all with the same team. No one has won three in a row by itself with more than one team. So Pat Maroon could be in some rarefied air here. This doesn't happen too often. However, someone has won four consecutive Stanley Cups with two different teams. And this one is a bit weird. And you have to go way back. This has happened exactly three times. Three times. And I'll mention those three players after a brief, brief word from RockAuto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need, whether you drive a Juke, a Prius, any type of Chevy car, Nissan, Mazda, Hyundai, what have you. RockAuto.com has all the parts for you, and they've been family owned and operated for over two decades, and they save you more than 50%, in some cases, more than 60%. Off their retail price. And from my experience. Got some windshield wipers. It cost me way less to buy them at rockauto.com. Than it would at a regular big box store. So once again. Go to rockauto.com. And in the how did you hear about us box. Tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again. That's rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto, Yeah. And before we continue on this program let's talk about betonline.ag which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust and the Stanley Cup finals are still on so if you want to place a big bet if you want to bet it all on the canadians or if you want to bet it all on the tampa bay lightning then head on over to betonline.ag. They have Major League Baseball, which is in full swing, and the NBA Finals, which starts tonight between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. Who's it going to be? The team that hasn't won since 1971 with Lou Alcindor, or the team that has never won an NBA Finals? Hmm, could it be the Phoenix Suns' year finally? Well, place your bets at betonline.ag. And use promo code On to get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that is BetOnline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Please gamble responsibly, people. All right, so I teased that there have been three players that have won three or more cups. More, I guess more accurately, four cups with two different teams. So here they are. Got to go all the way back first to 1920. Don't forget, there was no Stanley Cup awarded in 1919. So that one does not count. So Eddie Girard, 1920 and 21 with the Senators. Then 1922 with the Toronto St. Pats. And then 23 with the Sens once again, the old Ottawa Senators. But that's 100 years ago, you would say. "Does Should that even count? Well, it counts. It's on the Stanley Cup. It counts 100 years ago. So what are the other two players? This has happened twice, you said. Yes, it has. So I'm going to start with 1958. Ab McDonald, a left winger that won in 58, 59, and 60 with the Montreal Canadiens and then won it in 1961 with the Chicago Blackhawks. There is a tie-in to this. The Chicago Blackhawks team that won in 1961 has another thread to this. Ed Litzenberger, spelled L-I-T-Z-E-N-B-E-R-G-E-R, Ed Litzenberger also won four consecutive cups. His first cup was in that same 1961 Chicago Blackhawks team and then he won three consecutive after that with the Toronto Maple Leafs in 62, 63, and 64. So that 61 Chicago Blackhawks team is kind of the bridge between two players that won four consecutive titles. So there's your list. Ab McDonald, Ed Litzenberger, and Eddie Gerard. Pat Maroon could soon join that list of players that have won. Three or more consecutive Stanley Cups with two different franchises. So there you go. I thought that was kind of an interesting little stat that you guys would enjoy. And maybe the former Duck could join that group. Uh, We will end today with uh, some pretty somber news that happened over the 4th of July weekend. And this has to do with Matisse Kivlenics, who passed away, unfortunately, on 4th of July from a fireworks accident. Um, It was first reported that he had slipped and hit his head, but in fact, there was an autopsy done, and it turns out that he died from a mortar blast and chest trauma, and this is according to the Oakland County Medical Examiner's Office. He was only 24 years old, and he was a goaltender in the Columbus Blue Jackets system. He made his debut with the Blue Jackets at Madison Square Garden big moment for him. He also spent a lot of time in the AHL's Cleveland Monsters. Once again, only 24 years old. Very tragic way to have this happen on pretty much a freak fireworks accident, which again, I say, I always say at the end of each podcast, you know, like to get vaccinated, but I always say, be careful out there. And I said last weekend, be careful out there, especially during the 4th of July weekend. And stuff like that is, is exactly why I say that. So hopefully we don't have too many more of these happen in coming years. But I always say 4th of July, just be careful out there because you never know what's going to happen. And um, it seemed like there was a fireworks malfunction that sent the fireworks in the direction of people. And Kev was was with family in a hot tub and when they tried to get out uh slipped fell and hit his head on the concrete and that's what was first i guess the first response so when they went to pick him up for an injury call he was taken to ascension providence hospital and was unfortunately pronounced dead pretty much at arrival and this was in michigan so, once again, Matisse Kavleniks passing away at the age of 24. A fantastic young goalie from Latvia. He spent some time with the Latvian national team in Worlds. It's, it's just a, a sad, sad, tragic story. Still unbelievable that that happened. And as I'm speaking right now, there's a growing memorial taking place outside Nationwide Arena in Columbus. So, I hate to kind of end on some somber news... But that's where we're going to end today's podcast. Uh, Sarah Avampado will be back for tomorrow's podcast. So Sarah and I will be together once again on the Wednesday show. Once again, don't forget to look for me on the Spotify Green Room tonight, Tuesday. Be sure to check that out. That's going to do it for today. Make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe if you haven't already. And please be sure to rate five stars if you haven't already. If you love the show, give a five-star rating. Uh, Feel free to email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Starting next week, we're going to be going full force on expansion draft, NHL draft. Also, tomorrow night, Sir and I will be doing our little, I don't want to say silly season, but we're going to talk about what would be some possibilities for both of our teams as far as free agency. What would be some moves that each of our teams would like to see make? What what are some possibilities there? So we'll talk about that. And that will pretty much get things started for the rest of the month. As we head into free agency, trade deadline, trades happening. Could Jack Eichel still happen? We'll talk about all of that on tomorrow's podcast. And Thursday will still be goals Thursday. And I will have a guest on there as well. And I don't know. I mean, I have an idea what I'm going to talk about for part of Thursday's show. So be sure to stay tuned for that. All right. Thanks again for listening. It is greatly appreciated for Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please be safe out there. Get vaccinated if you have not already. Be kind to one another. And ducks fly together.